Stephanie Martinez Rivera, and you are listening to the Joy Found Here podcast. I am obsessed with reminding my fellow mamas, queens, badass babes, ladies and girls that perfection is just a word, not a lifestyle. Multitasking is overrated. Comparison is a theft of happiness. And yes, you can put yourself first. Oh, and by the way, for optimum results, you should. I'm a New York girl from a small town, part-time badass, proud mama bear times three. I've seen 60 full turns of the sun. I've learned the importance of how kindness begins with you and your self-talk. Join us each week as we help you navigate both the messy and the magical season of this crazy ride called life. Real stories that remind us to reclaim your power. The sun does come out after the shitstorm. A good cry can be cleansing and... We really don't know who sits on top of the mountain of judgment. Sit back, plug in, fill up your cup. This is your time. Remember, you've always had the power. Welcome to Joy Found Here. Hello there, and welcome to another episode of the Joy Found Here podcast. So today's very special, another early morning recording. And I just have to say, historically, those have been really, really good, worth the wake up. Our guest comes to us also from a faraway land, a place I've always wanted to go to and see, and that is Hong Kong. And she is going to talk to us about, I love anyone that has secret sauce. We're all looking for it. So what topic of secret sauce? Well, in this particular case, and secret sauce, we equate that perhaps to something that we would, an ingredient that we would add to hook something up that's really, really good. Well, how about a partner? And how about a lifelong love? That sounds delicious, especially this time in the morning. So I welcome Niha Sony. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you so much, Stephanie. That was a beautiful introduction. I'm smiling from ear to ear. <laughs> <laughs> so curious. So I want to let's let's get in the kitchen and first, but we always start with tell us about you. Let me start with why I am here in Hong Kong. And I never planned to be in this place. What brought me here was an escape, a arranged marriage, which I was not happy with the arrangement. That's something that I said yes to. So it was an unconscious choice. For the women that are listening, I would like for you to pay attention because unconscious choice, this particular unconscious choice led me to a lot of heartache, breaking of spirit. Well, my spirit was already broken, but then it became worse. Before I took control back into my life, became a within that marriage, but life changed when I became a mother. And Everything got a little better from then on because I didn't want to make the mistakes that I grew up watching my own parents make. And their choices do not necessarily work for me. The decision I chose to understand only when I understood about myself. I mean, I wasn't even an individual. I was a daughter and then I was a wife and a daughter-in-law and then I became a mother. 
without knowing anything about myself or my confidence, nothing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just that there, like, wow, because a lot of people don't get that opportunity. You're on the ride, you get shuffled from this role to that role with no voice, mm-hmm. because that is obviously it's a culture. But every once in a while, someone stops and asks, why? Why do we do it this way? Clearly, you were you were that one. And so when that happened, just when you found your voice, when you, how did it evolve? So I wanted out of marriage. I wasn't conscious until I stepped out and realized, oh, I can be a little bit more independent. I can go to work. And I never even had my own phone until I came to Hong Kong. So uh, what happened was I started to remember because I was out of this toxic situation that I was in, in Mumbai, where I was before that. So, I mean, it takes a while for any being to understand what they have been through uh, once they're out of that toxic environment. But then I was in another one, less toxic, but still, it was something that I was trying to understand. It was, I grew up in a nuclear family, and then I was living with the in-laws together with my husband. So there was not even bonding, per se. So that bond was missing. And then memories from my life, my past life, past love that I lost started to resurface. I wanted resolve because I never got resolved around that. I was very fearful of speaking up, speaking to my mother. So when I was able to find that, I realized, oh my goodness, what an unconscious choice. What a mistake I have made. I want to leave this marriage. And this is even before I was anywhere close to getting pregnant and, and like three years into the marriage or so. But it took a while. And, and then after that, I did that several times. But every single time I did that, it was something that I was not taking full control of, like not taking my power back because I was waiting for others, especially my husband then, to make the decision for me, for us. Never happened, and um, that was that was not nice. And then I came to a place where I realized this was like. And then the what happened because of you know nine years of fighting to get out of that marriage was, you know, the in laws are getting involved. Extended family of the in laws is get are getting involved. My side, like my aunts and uncles, parents are all getting involved in my life. In my marriage, I said... Truly a family feud and you're at the center of it. Yes. And that all of these people have such a say in it. Wow. Okay. <laughs> and, and, yet, and yet you made it and yet you're here. I'm like, oh, this is, you know, what, what, how did it, wow. So you were able to, clearly... And by then you were a mother. Yes, I was a mother. Yeah. Okay. And then is your first stop Hong Kong or? No. Yeah. Married and I've moved to Hong Kong. So Hong Kong, I've been for like 20 years. Oh, okay. All right. So that's all taken place there. Yeah, absolutely. Ah, 
And so the transformation. Okay. I'm listening. This is, this is, uh, go on. <laughs> so the full angel came into my life after like my son was born. I, there was a, he was about two years old and all that anger and frustration that I had for years on end together with living with the in-laws and everything, there was a lot of anger, bitterness. And I, I realized I was taking it out on my child. And I said, I, this was something that I witnessed when I was very young, about 11 years of age, uh, Stephanie, that I would choose to be a different mother. I would be a better mother than the one I was witnessing. There's something seriously wrong going on. there. And then, and then I was, found myself making the same mistake. And I said, hell no, we're not going to do this. We're not going to make another damaged human being, not while I'm living and breathing. This person in my life deserves all the love. He did nothing to deserve my terrible behavior. And that was a changing point in my life. Um, but I was still wanting to leave the marriage regardless because I wanted my peace so bad. So I was there struggling to even mother myself because I did not have the ideal mother uh, growing up. I didn't have an, a good example. Thankfully, my mother-in-law was, was kinder to me, um, understanding as well. But I was still struggling to make them understand because I am way more open-minded than my culture can absorb. Like the word divorce just is not something that you do. You die. <laughs> you die in that marriage. So, so I just um, uh, started my transformational journey there. I um, got to read. I just grabbed anything and everything I could. Understand myself. Something that speaks to my spirit. And I landed on Paulo Coelho's books and I just, just sucked it all in. Like, oh my goodness, that was juice for my soul. My starving, love starved soul. And I was pouring all of that in my relationship with my son. Wow. So what I love and what's so interesting is you knew early on that you were different because you have a multi-generational cultural family with a lot of customs because this is how we did it you know where a woman's voice is it's it's not even considered again you're on this ride you're gonna oh good a daughter all right we'll arrange for that and and then you know she's the husband's family's Sit, uh, now go on uh, and that's hard because so many of your relatives prior to you and even perhaps your mother or some aunts or something might have also felt what you were feeling and yet you had the strength and had the push all along to keep going to keep saying nope not what I signed up for more importantly I know there's a better something out there for me. That's that's pretty. It's an amazing just display of character and and resilience and 
Okay. <laughs> Where are we now? Um, we haven't even. <laughs> so you start to clearly work on yourself, discover yourself, kind of uh, put, uh, almost connect the push and the voice in your head to, oh, okay, that's what that means. And you start working all on you, you, and you. And what happened? All of that work was worthwhile. I, when my son was um, more ready to have mommy go to work, I started to to teach yoga at a school and I met an absolute I don't know I call her soul sister I have her name mentioned in acknowledgement in my book as well <laughs> because she she transformed she was a huge she played a huge role in transforming uh, like my transformation and she books of uh, Deepak Chopra and Osho and I was digging no one in my family up until that point had ever tried meditation I had no idea I have no idea because at that time whenever I think back I'm like I don't know how I chanced upon meditation but I, yes I remember David G was the first person I said she'd recommend it okay you can listen to these he's really good and that's all I did I listened to guided meditations. That was my starting point. And then moving on to Deepak Chopra. I was reading, reading and like, you know, practicing the meditations that I was reading through Deepak Chopra and Osho. Uh, Osho, another like um, controversial uh, person, no longer with us uh, in the world, but there is ton, tons of wisdom in what he had to say. So I choose to look at that. And then reading those books are the ones that gave me courage to find my self and to speak myself and believe in myself like I started to visualize Stephanie the day I'm gonna get out of my marriage like I'm gonna be like so thrilled and so happy I used to go running you know to to just all of that and I could not resist that feeling I could not I could not like there was no way that was not going to happen. That's how much that. And so it happened in 2013. Finally. Yay. Finally. <laughs> to start work full time, find a place to live and living for the first time by myself, my little abode just by myself. So that was that was the start of my journey of putting myself together and and also forgiveness. And I mean, after a while, I realized, hey, this person, like this relationship, is terrible. Like between mother and I, is not something that um, can be healed completely, and I have to be at peace with that because what I am expecting of this person can never. Correct. That's all. I was going to say, that's all she knew. People can only give what they know. And that's all she knew. And the fact that you realize that and say, I can, you know, I'm here. I can give a hundred percent with all of my heart, but 
perhaps, you know, 25 is, is her gold star day. Perhaps that's it. And you really have to accept, Mm. accept. Yeah. Yeah, That was, that was really big. Yeah. So I'm listening. Keep going. We are, we, we are free. We're on our own. We're in the journey and what happens along the way? What's, what happens in life? So I started to, like, for the first time in, I don't know, maybe two decades or so, I put out, put myself out there on dating apps. And it was, it was a completely new, I never did anything like that. And it was, it was a whole new world to navigate understand I was huge into manifesting the love of my life and I did all of those uh, things that you know Ariel Ford does <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I about that. <laughs> while while I was doing that I was also trying to heal and I thought that the healing uh, will happen when I start forgiving my mother so a lot of anger was coming up for me and that was like, it was like living alone really taught me. And I didn't even know this, but I heard from people that if you are living alone, you have to really prepare yourself for being with everything that hits you at 11 and 12 o'clock and after. And I don't know if I was prepared for that. Anyways, I had found somebody um, much, much older, but it was a short-lived relationship because of that person. It's like, you know, some people come into your life for a reason. That was his reason and reason. a season. Yeah. Right? So mm-hmm. um, he, uh, it was kind of like I was the rebound as I realized what I was, my position in the relationship. So then after I signed up for a coaching program that he introduced me to, our relationship ended. And that was that. Then I was like, okay, I was teaching at the time. I Like most of my profession in Hong Kong was uh, teaching, teaching English to kids. And I realized it's not something I totally enjoy. So I said, okay, I'm going to start yay leave my job and the next thing I realized shit I have no other source of income going for myself how am I going to support myself on my meager savings you know from few months that I was working for myself so I called up I made the mistake of calling up my mother and she has she says, you did this to yourself. I'm like, that, for that, that was, that was the stake that broke the camel's back. I realized it is pointless to talk to this person. They have no compassion, no empathy, nothing. They cannot give it, that to me. And I have to make peace with that. And then I found other people, other activities. I found my interest. So that's where I started to, what also happened was I uh, came across this book called Passion Test. And so I started discovering my passions and I realized Passion Test, correct. And for the first time in my life, I realized like, wow, I wanted to dance. I wanted to learn dancing. I wanted to be a choreographer. I mean, like I was, and I was told, no, I couldn't do that. Of course, you know, by who? Travel. 
But every single time I, during the summer holidays through, throughout school, where I used where we used to travel to, I grew up in Bahrain. But every summer we were traveling to the same old place every single time, and it got boring for me. <laughs> so when I found that independence, I'm like, I'm gonna take myself places. I'm gonna go dancing. I'm gonna go as far as my passport can take me. And those things made my memories. And not only that, Stephanie. That builds my confidence of of being able to do the things I was not able to do, not allowed to do, and having the freedom to do. And I created memories, like beautiful, happy memories for myself to negate the, the past horrible memories and to make myself, to come to a place where I'm happy because I wanted to give that happiness to the people in my life. Well... It's funny because I always say, and I still have yet to credit the person who said this, and I have to really remember and look it up. But once I heard it, it just made so much sense is that first you have to obviously fill your cup. We know that part, but you have to fill your cup and keep it filled all the time so that people only get your overflow so that you're never not full. And that's exactly what you were like, filling it, filling it, filling it. And then the overflow was ready. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I mean, it's been the diciest and the, uh, what do you call that? Most turbulent journey to like, you know, have jobs and lose jobs and be scared you know, and have no financial stability. It was really scary. So for the past seven, eight years, I have been living in that, having lived in that space until I came to a place where like, oh, I have survived all this time. Wow. Okay, so I think I am doing something right by taking care, very good care of myself, better than the person who was meant to do that. So that means that I can hurt myself. I'm, I can be, I'm a big girl. I can take really good care of myself. So that was, that was a huge confidence booster as well. And um, yeah, I'm both compelled to share my story. So coaching, you mentioned coaching, and I know that there is a book and don't know if it's uh, also a course, downloadables, but where it brings us to us. I mean, you know, small girl, you know, little girl from New York talking to uh, the world traveler on the other side. Do you just doing, you just keep taking your step, next step, next step without, besides having belief, which I knew you, you learned it and you're, and, and yet not, a thousand percent belief because, but you also didn't have doubt. You just had, I think you, you really had trust is what you had to, this is what I want to do this. And I'm going to work on that during your meditations and your visualizations and working on you. So you didn't overthink, you didn't procrastinate for sure, because you took action and you were probably in reflection and I don't know what you were looking to manifest, 
But something tells me if you went back, if, I don't know if you ever did a vision board or if you ever, you know, again, look back on a journal to say, huh, yeah, oh, wow. Yep, that, I got that. That one happened. That one. I mean, I have a collection of vision boards probably for the last 15 years and I come across them and I just love being like, hmm, yep, mm-hmm, yeah, oh, yep, wearing those earrings. Yep, that, it just... This, I don't want to say the silliest stuff, but maybe at the time it was. And then so interesting. And it's not as though I run to my vision board the day something is received. It's not because by then I've, of course I'm going to get this. And then when you look back just for that little extra, huh, validation, that's pretty damn good. Yeah. Yeah. It feels really good. So... And what comes first? So you were working with coaches. So then I think sometimes it's a natural progression and boy, have you got a story to tell, but more importantly, you always knew just from these few minutes that we're talking, you always knew you were destined for Mm -hmm. more. And destined for the safest, most beautiful relationship. That answers your question to what I wanted to manifest. Yeah. Okay. So let's get to that. <laughs> There's ingredients to the secret sauce that when, when we tell people, let's, let's, let's hear that. Oh, well, I don't want to get ahead mm. of the story. So, yeah. Um, so one thing led to another and I realized like through coaching and then doing workshops is something that I realized, Oh, I really enjoy something like this, but my mouth went dry. I, I I downed two two bottles of water right in that workshop that I had. And I realized, I think I'm absolutely nervous about this. So I need some public speaking training. So I was with Toastmasters for two years before I realized that that is not necessarily the right platform for me because even as a president, I did not feel like I owned that place, that state. So definitely that platform, it, it's a great platform for some people, but I had some really deep fears that I needed to take care of, to feel good care of. I decided to take it to like, and I felt compelled really to share my story. I felt like this needs to, and since uh, childhood, like I remember bombing on stage when I first and first my first experience on stage was facing the audience of 600 plus eyeballs staring back staring at me and my going absolutely uh blank in my head and squeaking into the mic and running off the stage like a mouse and wanting to disappear in earth and it wasn't any different when I was the Toastmaster president so I said, really, this something needs to be taken care of because every single time I see someone speak on stage, I'm like so inspired by them. I want to be able to do this for other people, but I want to do this first for myself. I mean, I saw my son on stage. God bless him. I saw him at age five, age six on stage at that young age and speaking and, um, you know, into the mic. And I'm like, Wow, I feel so proud that he is able to do that. I want to be able to do that every single time. I felt that lump in my throat. 
until the day I dissolved that problem and paid attention to it and made it important to share my story. And I no longer get that. So I moved into storytelling. And then it was very interesting because the day I figured out my story, I found the job that I was looking for. And believe me, I was standing in my, like, the tiniest uh, space you can, like a matchbox that you can imagine a human can live in. That was my living space at the time. Um, You could stretch your arms and touch the walls. And I remember standing in that living room while that story, my story that I had just wrote down on paper, like dawned on me the fact that I have been carrying the vibration of lack of safety all of this time. I never felt safe in Bahrain. I never felt safe in Mumbai. And I wasn't feeling safe in Hong Kong, one of the safest cities in the world. What gives? Wow, that was like a huge realization. And then, so that was the the story. And at the time, I had met someone who had fallen into a relationship with somebody else. And I was helping that gentleman with his relationship with the person who he chose over me at that time, because he knew I had that talk with my son because I was moving out. I was living on my own, but I was keeping that connection going. He was not yet having that. He hadn't had that conversation with his children. So he was interested to talk to me about those things. Besides that, we were also interested in, you know, what can we do about, you know, this whole dating apps out there, the whole algorithm thing, right? So we had, we talked about a lot of things and there were so many things that we could touch upon and talk about like very easily. So we developed friendship along the way and then when I got into storytelling he said hey this my ex is one of the um his ex-wife he she is um, one of the storytellers in a storytelling circle why don't you approach her and start to work on your story and tell your story so four months down the line I was in front of people sharing my life story and The love of my future love of my life at that time was sat in the audience recording me. And a month, and a month after, him and I got together. And we have been together for two and a half beautiful years. Okay. Wow. That's an amazing story. Storytelling platform. And it's funny and I'm a big proponent of we all have a story to tell. And this this podcast, this platform is not tied into anything specific. It's, you know, I, I speak to people in, in their 20s. I speak to people um, 60 and older. It's, you know, we're people and things happen and, and we think that we're the only one it's ever happened to, but like I said earlier, your words are going to resonate with someone I know. So you meet him and you're still storytelling or something tells me things escalate on probably a lot of levels because you are suddenly aligned. And a lot of the, so the, the secret sauce 
that I it's it's not necessarily a part of my book that is yet to be published, uh, but the secret sauce, which is the seven uh, steps to finding your perfect partner and keeping them for life, that is available on my website. I do share about it. I do share a lot about it, but one of the ways, one of the tiny stories that I would want to share on your platform is when that particular relationship before the coaching thing happened, right? That relationship ended, I cried for a month and I said to myself, I'm going to cry because I'm not going to hide my emotions anymore and uh, invalidate myself like whatever I experienced in the past. So if I'm sad, I'll cry it out. But once I am done crying, I am done. And then I went shopping with a girlfriend at the time. And I bought and I saw a white outfit. And I tried on that white outfit. And I talk about that white outfit in my secret sauce book, which is available on the website. Go get it. <laughs> it's for free. So that was something that I tried on. And I felt beautiful. I said, I don't know who is the person I am going to wear this outfit with. And it is not even like culturally, I'm, I'm like religion. If you have want to ask about the religion, I don't care about that. But this outfit makes me feel really special. It was a white lace. And I picked it up. I tried it on. I said, this is special. And I kept trying that on feeling like the beautiful person who is on her wedding day getting married to the love of her life. I kept that, that, that vision going for me. I didn't have a face. But every night, I hugged my pillow and I spoke to the soul of my partner. And I said, Wherever you are, I love you and I want you in my life. I want you to know that I have a lot of love to give. Whoever it is, whoever you are, you're going to feel like the luckiest person on earth. And I know I am going to be a lucky woman as well. And then it happened. Yes. Again, for those that have a belief in asking, it is given in meditation, and and I think what's good is you're you're also proof. Well, just because I asked her it TikTok, it's been an hour and it's not here. Where is this guy? I bought this dress, you know, last week. Where it it doesn't happen right away. But again, I don't think you wavered from the belief that it would. Yeah, um, that, I mean, there was, you know, people have like, what if that doesn't happen? There is like an escape route of like, I, in my, my brain, my mind, my whole body, that option, that was not there at all. I just knew. And I put my, consistently put myself out there, dated, ridiculous, you know, kissed a lot of frogs and no regrets at all. 
Absolutely. I think it's also a journey of evolving and understanding the energy with which I was coming in when I was dating to understanding what do I need to do as a woman? What is my role in this relationship? What am I going to bring to this relationship? How do I speak to a man? A man and a not and not a boy, not a guy, a man, a beautiful man. What I forget to share, Stephanie, and this is important, is something that I remember very clearly. And I started practicing this when I was single, is Tantra. Now, Tantra is the art of sacred sex, which means it's using the energy of your body to connect with the person and bringing the masculine and feminine energies and aligning that, using that for your evolution. So, and, and it's a path of yoga, one of the paths of yoga as well. And so you're encouraged to practice that on your own in order to understand your own body, your needs, yourself, and, and the, the orgasms, if I'm allowed to speak to that. <laughs> you can speak to it's, anything, it's, was, my friend. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, this is the juice. All right. Yeah. So yeah. the orgasms. Okay. Yeah. Those were beautiful, most healing ones. And I said, oh, my God. If I can have that person who, with whom I can connect with at that deep a level, like soul level, that's going to be magnificent. And one of the books of Osho, I think it's a book called, book called Sex. I mean, he wrote a lot of books, but he's famous for that one because it says sex. <laughs> but so he... Easy title to remember. Show notes. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> So he mentioned something so beautiful. And this is for the younger women who are listening. It's like when you want to manifest a human in your life, like a man and a woman are coming together energetically, where are you and what energy and what energies you individually are bringing? And what is the woman open to receiving? It's like, you know, it's one thing to just touch someone and the another thing to leave that touch that level of safety all of that is so relevant and so it's like really slowing down and meditating it's like a meditative sex you're bringing your full presence and then what happens is you bring your full presence to your life if you live like if you continue to practice this what happens is it kind of transfers into your life so then it whole the whole uh relationship becomes like a beautiful dance between you and him and it's 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 something that I want women to experience so yes for the younger women you are looking to bear a child very important to become a very conscious person because a lot of marriages even are not conscious decisions and then they then you know the children are suffering in those marriages so if you're already a person and you meet another conscious person or you become, both of you become a little bit more conscious and then you bring that energy to bring a con another conscious evolved being into this world. Imagine what that is going to do to the vibration of the world. And everyone, each one has to take care of their own 
vibration where they are. So how much more personal responsibility it is to, to, to be taking care of yourself. You know, in, in relationships, we are depending on other people to take care of us. Whereas a lot of times women lose themselves in the relationships because they're the kids and then the parents, grandparents, everyone, they lose sense of themselves. So important to have that. So important to have that established. So you can be you and then imagine who are you if you are not you? You are a mother after you after you're a human. You're a parent, you're a you're a teacher, you're a leader, you're a coach, you're a girlfriend, you're a wife, you're so many like daughter. But it all starts out, right? You're so many different roles, but you are someone to yourself. And that someone is important. That's the thing I talk about. Love. That is, that's the juice of the book that I talk about. Your best relationship with yourself is important. It really is. And it's, I mean, you've touched on a, on a thousand things, but this could be, you know, the, the older woman looking at I'll say kids and relationships and it's early, but I don't care. It's just the way that I think that relationships and I'll say sex is just so general, so easy. So I'm sorry, what's your name again? We just hooked up like that. They're missing so much of the intimacy and a connection that, and just opinions from what, from what I can see, because that's not what it's, it, well, let me tell you, you know, feels good if everyone's, you know, getting it fantastic, but there are other ways. There are definitely other ways. And, and then that you get into this false thinking that that's a relation. No, no, it's not. It's absolutely not because it's going to lead down to this road that you don't, you know, unconsciousness and you're going to have no idea who you are. Oh my goodness. Okay. I'll wake up at this time, anytime to have this convo. So website, tell me about the book. So is the book out available? Not yet. yet. That's why I appreciate being on this podcast. I want, if listeners, if you are struggling to, to build that relationship with yourself, I talk about a lot of different things. I talk about meditation deeply. I uh, talk about shadow work. I talk about like how I did it and it has worked for me and like how transformational meditation has been for me. And I vouch on it. The book, I don't have necessarily a date at the moment, but it's is um, if you go to nehasoni.com forward slash book, you can register for it. And you will be the first. Spell out that website for me because I know how to spell your name, but go on. Okay. Nehasoni. So N E H A S O N N E Y.com forward slash book book okay all right and then social are you facebook are you insta where are we going to find you 
I'm on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. You can find all these places with that name, uh, Neha Sani. With that name, your name. Well, yeah. <laughs> I have to tell you, thank you. This has been, it's a great way to start the day is what I'm going to say. Not everybody gets to be me, but I'm lucky. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. Thank you. You're so welcome. And thank you for this talk. It has been wonderful. Um, Let me know when that book is out. I'm going to go to the website. And again, we'll have everything in our show notes. It's just such an amazing story on so many levels. And to see you where you are now, again, anything is possible. Absolutely. And especially when you know you were destined for more. Absolutely. Absolutely. And women, ladies, I have lots of resources for you. Again, on my website, go to nehasoni.com slash free. There is other resources for you. Yeah. Besides, besides the book. <laughs> okay. That sounds good. So there's more, more of that secret sauce because... She, there was some pretty juicy ones just dropped here. Imagine what else awaits on that website. Okay. I can't wait to check it out. Well, thank you again. Thank you, Stephanie. Okay. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you everyone for listening to another episode of the Joy Found Here podcast. I know there's going to be comments. I absolutely know. And please send them our website, joyfoundhere.com. And until next week, thank you for listening. If you do like what you've heard, Apple, Spotify, anywhere you listen to your pods, please rate, review, send a comment, tell your friends, copy us. We're, We're absolutely going for some ratings here. So appreciate the support and all the great words of encouragement that we've received. And yes, we're going to keep doing what we're doing. More stories to be had until next week. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Joy Found Here podcast. If you've enjoyed what you've heard today, please share it with a friend. And of course, if you haven't already done so, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. Don't forget to head over to joyfoundhere.com for any questions, comments, and feedback. Until next week, keep your head up and your crown straight. You've got this.